0: What's up brayden
1: bro chilling bro <laughs> right, let me start on my stream now yeah
0: Jesus Christ, bro. that's classic finally got it done oh what kind of game is that pac-man in the back
1: oh <laughs> yeah a little pac-man machine i got it for uh for christmas one of the um the older guys on the team got it we had secret santa so he got that and like got me some extra stuff We that's... have like gift we have like gift minimums like for the amount of money you gotta
0: oh since you guys um... is all balling yeah
1: nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah but yeah whenever whenever you're ready bro we, i i got all good, can jump all into good. the let's question
1: it, let's do it let's
0: okay do it. roger okay so my first question i like to ask everybody where are, or not nah, before that, my bad, introductions first, everybody. I know, I know Brayden from way back. We we were classmates in intermediate school. And it's funny because like every time I asked this guy to like hang outside of school, he'd always be like, oh bro, can I, I'm practicing. I'm like, practicing for what, bro? And he'd always be like, yo, I'll go to NFL one day. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure, bro. Okay. And bro, look, he he's, he's living his dream now big time oh my
1: gosh bro that's that, hilarious i remember i still remember the uh all the days we go uh, every time after school we'd always walk home hit the mall yeah blazing stakes at the mall
0: or literally basketball every morning before school basketball, started
1: bro crazy crazy mrs g always kicking us off
0: the court. <laughs> mrs. oh that's so classic i'm i'm gonna tell her the next time i see her i'm gonna like, miss g you know an nfl player remembers you <laughs>
1: i found our um our old yearbook uh but we our pictures weren't in it because uh um we yeah we transferred it in, in after yeah we transferred in so <laughs> we never we i was trying to find my picture i was like yo why is my picture not in the yearbook and then there's a there's a, a picture of us in the back the yeah. it was like new students and transfers <laughs> and it was me and you
0: classic yeah introductions is out of the way this man is braden feijoko really really big football family so my first question is where are you from and how was it growing up
1: um so born and raised Honolulu Hawaii um actually born and raised in Kahuku Hospital so yeah North Shore boy at heart um <laughs> but it was cool bro I mean you know growing up in Hawaii I miss it a lot especially being here in the states um I miss the food I miss the people you know it was just simpler times growing up um like you know how it is in Hawaii man everybody's chill everybody's on chill time everybody's on island time yeah. and you know, nobody's in a rush anywhere and everybody knows everybody so even if you don't know somebody you know somebody of that person and you know it's crazy but <laughs> it's like oh so and so's your dad or oh, are you related to so and so that's your brother that's your auntie and you know everybody's family but Man, Hawaii boy at heart, you know, I miss it. I miss growing up. Now that I think about it, like growing up, I feel like my childhood was a little overlooked because, you know, I've always was like, I want to get older. I want to get out of Hawaii. But now that I'm out of Hawaii, I was like, man, I got to get back sometime. You know, so every time I try to get back, it's like, you know, I, I don't spend enough time back there in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's
0: that's honestly pretty deep. It's, almost it's, it's like crazy. You're like living in diaspora.
1: Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you, you take it for granted when you're there. And then, you know, when you're now as an older as man and, and we all have families and relationships and stuff. And like, I'm like, dang, like, you know, I miss that stuff. You know, I miss I miss when life was simpler. You hey, brought to the mall, you, you know? know, literally and simple. No, no responsibilities. To, not, having, not none of that, bro. Not having to pay bills and. And just all that good times, you just take for granted as a kid. Now, as an adult, you're like, I miss it. <laughs> yeah, for real, bro.
0: That's so true. Oh, okay, so I know you've played in some huge games in your lifetime. And, like, yeah. how do you deal with the nerves before a big game? And, like, do you have any pregame rituals?
1: Um. So, you know, before big games, I never like to get too overhyped or, you know, I never like to, um, get out of my consistent routine as far as like preparation, the music I listen to. Um, I like to listen to a lot of Bob Marley in the mornings of my games. Um, I, I I love just the calming environment, you know? Um, so pregame rituals, you know, I, I, I take morning baths, like a hot bath, like a jacuzzi type. So, put some Epsom salt in there, soak a little bit, throw on some Bob, relax. Um, then go downstairs, give me some breakfast, um, watch a little TV, try not to, you know, watch too much film or try not yeah. to look into my playbook too much or any of that stuff that's going to force me out of the ordinary things I do. Um, and then going into the games, man, I just, I like to keep calm. You know, I, I don't really listen to like that hardcore rap till like 20, 15 minutes before we get out there, I throw on my headphones, listen to some music, and then, you know, we go out there to play, bro. It's it's yeah. just try to stay in your zone, try to stay focused, because after the first 5-10 minutes of the game, when you're not playing on, you know, anxiety, and you're not playing on all that energy no more, now you come, it comes down to, you know, your technique and your fundamentals and, you know, all that stuff. It's it's now what you can do, so I try to stay at that level as much as I can and not try to let emotions take over, you uh-huh. know, especially with big games yeah that that that's because like i feel like a lot of time
0: well the term is like people choke yeah when, mm. when like they get autos like pressures on them mm. but yeah i like that approach just staying calm and like doing your fundamental things that you built like your foundations on you know it's
1: great it's like it's like golfing bro like <laughs> you know when you when you when you play a full 18 like even though i know i'm gonna go out there and I'm going to suck, like, you still have to go through your routine. Like, you know, you're, you're 150 out. It's a smooth nine iron. You know it's a nine iron, and you're going to take your nine iron. You're going to practice your routine shot, cut some glass a little bit before you hit it, and then get up there and try to hit it. And sometimes if it doesn't go, it won't go. But you're still going to practice the same routine going yeah. into that shot. So I try to keep it like football as to where, you know, I never like to change up too much right before we get into the game.
0: Yeah, I like that. So, following off of like big games and nerves, like what was mm. it like being part of a national championship winning team?
1: <laughs> mm. It was crazy, bro, because it's like you, I, I grew up, we grew up in Hawaii and you know, like. UH was was a, a cool football team, but yeah, when we were young, you know, they had that undefeated season. When we were young, season. you know what I'm saying? Like when we were young, it was like super cool because you got to see Colt Brennan, Devon Bass, all these guys play. But it was like you never really got to see Hawaii play on the big stage, as far as the national championship, like Alabama, Notre Dame, LSU, Georgia, um, Ohio State, USC, all these big schools that played in it. And so when I got to college and I realized that like hey, you know what, like, this is kind of possible. And we started winning my senior year, being a part of that team. And I just knew we were good because we were rolling through teams. But, like, we started winning, went to the playoffs, we beat Oklahoma. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you guys in Clemson are playing for the National Championship. (laughs) And then I knew it was big because, like, Rob DeMello from Keicho and hit me up. He's like, yeah, hey, I want to do a story." Oh. You know, like, every everybody from Hawaii back home was like, you know, tagging me, texting me, wishing me luck. So proud of me. And that's when I was like, it's bigger than just playing for a national championship. It's like, bro, like I come from Hawaii, like, you know, there's not a lot of people where we live, man. And so like when somebody makes it big, everybody makes it big, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you represent everybody, not just yourself, not just the the name on the back of your jersey. So, bro, it was cool, man, like, you know, I had like Middle school Like classmates Reach out I had elementary school Classmates Elementary teachers I haven't talked to In years That were like "Braden saw you On the news We're rooting for you Like you know They're ordering My jerseys online Like it was cool bro Like that's really Like when I take it away As the biggest factor Of playing a national Championship team That's what really Like stood out to me The most was like The effect and the Impact it had on Not just myself And my family But the state of Hawaii
0: Oh that's That's honestly Like so true Cause I feel like Hawaii people don't even, like, make it to that stage. So, like, when one of us does, it's kind of, like, we all run for them, no matter what team, bro. Like, it's everybody. like a Hawaii team. Yeah, that's, oh, that's so know. cool. So, one makes
1: it, we all make it.
0: <laughs> hey, bro, yeah, straight up, 808 all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: So, uh, you, you played with a few big names, like, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, guys, like, Like, are they, like, as cool as they seem on TV?
1: All right, which guy you want to know about?
0: Mostly Joe (laughs) Burrow.
1: Mostly Joe. Joe's a a cool dude. Joe's a quiet dude. Um, Joe's one of those guys that when you first walk into a room, um, he's going to be, like, the person that never really talks the most in a classroom. Kind of gives off the new student vibes, like, quiet for a good two to three weeks. Only he's going to spoke when he's spoken to... But once you get close with Joe, one of the coolest, like funniest guys you've ever been around. Um, he is one of those guys that he'll get along with everybody as long as you're a good person, you know. <laughs> so he gravitates toward good people. Uh Justin Jefferson is him and him and Jamar class clowns. Like <laughs> you get those, you get those two together they're clowning on guys, you know, they're joking around with guys, they're dancing in the locker room, coming up with the gritty. I remember in the locker room when they came up with the gritty, it was crazy because, like, <laughs> you know, we would do shadow boxing and, oh. um, you know, kind of like ish in Hawaii. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it became popular where guys were shadow boxing and, and all this kind of stuff. And, like, you know, we had shadow boxing tournaments in the locker room and, like, you know, they ended up every time, like, they won, they would always do their, their handshakes and, <laughs> like, they started doing gritties, like, they were skipping around and stuff. And then, like, one of the guys, like, bro, y'all gotta do that as a touchdown celebration. The next thing you know, like, it became popular, went oh. viral, and it's still, it's bro, still it's going in viral. Fortnite.
0: Like, that's still crazy. Going viral. No, like, it's, you do not know the amount of kids I just see doing it, like, anywhere, bro. bro like, I could insane. be at Best Buy waiting in line to buy something, and then the kid will be like, hey, dad, watch <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, like, bro, God, it's that's crazy. So, like, that's literally like a crazy. global
1: dance now. Crazy. But nah, those guys are cool, bro. They'll off the field as, as just like normal guys, like um those two, like you get them together, man. Uh like class clowns for sure. They're gonna joke on you, but but two really genuine guys, you know, come from good families and you know they always respectful around the people you know yeah. they love and especially if they don't know he's a stranger, you know, they're gonna come off respectful too. So really That's good solid.
0: guys. That's super solid. Okay, if you if you could create your own team or your own line, who would it consist of? A football team?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> of current players or just any player, all-time?
2: All-time. Oh, snap. Okay, offensively, quarterback would probably be Joe Montana.
1: One of the winningest quarterbacks of all time. Running back, running back. Barry, no Walter Payton. Running back. I I love old school. I kind of want to stay away from the new school guys because I know a lot of them, so I don't want to hurt anybody's (laughs) feelings by saying somebody and all that. No, I know too much guys. I'm friends with too much guys. Um, And then wide receiver, probably go at Randy Moss. um, Bro, legend. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens. Um, and then defense. I mean, shoot. Aaron, Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor, uh, Warren Sapp, <laughs> bro, just uh, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis. Uh, just build a, build a Hall of Fame team. Build <laughs> a Hall of Fame team, bro.
0: Yeah. Hold, Elite. Like, that would be crazy, like even getting to play with those guys too. Yeah, that would have been that would have been fun. That would have been fun. So who are some of your biggest role models or somebody specific that you look up to? I mean, I think my number one role model is probably my
1: dad, you know, like since I was a kid, always pushing me, you know, always like, bro, I used to hate it as a kid because like even you said the being like, always wanted to hang out with my friends, <laughs> you know, like every day after school, like I always see you guys that like, go hanging out, you guys would go to the park, go to the mall, chill out and stuff. And like, bro, my dad was there every day after school, pick me up, we go work out. You know, we we'll go lift, we we'll go hey, run. But now,
0: look, you're in the lift. NFL, and we're still here, <laughs> chilling.
1: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> We'd go do football stuff. And, like, you know, back then when I was a kid, I was like, man, bro, like, felt like I missed out on a childhood. But, like, at the same time, you know, like, I appreciate, like, my dad for, you know, seeing the vision that I didn't see as a kid now that I see him older. Yeah. As I'm older. And, um, like, it's just it's just fun to see. And, like, that's why he's, like, my... You know, my hero, my inspiration, my role model, because like the things I thought I knew as a kid, like I, I, I was so off, yeah. like so off, you know, like you think, you know, a lot when you're a kid and growing up, you think you've seen everything and you can do everything. But it's crazy now as an adult, even though I still don't know it all. I'm 26 years old, bro. And, you know, there's things where I'm like, I got it. I got it. But I really don't. And <laughs> you know, that's why I have, you know, good parents, a uh, good dad to you know, teach me and, like, be an inspiration along the way.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's so true, like, what you said. um, You don't really realize, like, what your parents are telling you till you grow up. Because, like, I was the same way, like, some of the things my papa would tell me, just, like, I would be pissed as a kid hearing it. <laughs> but now I look <laughs> at it, and I'm just like, the kids this generation need to definitely hear it.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure, bro, for sure, for sure. The generation now's. Is- worries me a little bit but bro, i trip that's all i'm it's, gonna say it's, it's insane bro it's insane like <laughs> bro, the way
0: they talk to their parents or like bro it's crazy the way you know, they, they talk they to do teachers chores. nowadays bro, bro i seen the video of that one boy just like cleaning his teacher out because she took away his switch and i'm just like bro you know you're not even supposed to have a switch at school like what
1: Bro, I remember back in the day, like, we'd always have to go to the back roads to go fight. Like, if there was a fight in school, that was, like, the thing of the year. But then if there was a fight, it always had to take place outside of school in the back roads. And now I just see, like, kids fighting teachers. I was like, bro, Bro, it's crazy, crazy, crazy.
0: You know, if that tried to happen in Hawaii, like, kids would stand up for the teacher.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. No doubt, bro. No doubt. Like, what are you doing? No doubt, bro. Generation worries me a little bit
0: yeah straight up so like being in the nfl and all you must have like a crazy schedule like what is your schedule like during the off season and then versus like during
1: the season during the season so like during the off season bro like it's a little more free it's a little more um i don't want to say vacationy but it's kind of just a lot of free time on your hands um, so, like, in the off season now, like, from when the season ended our last game in the playoffs against Jacksonville up until, like, eight, mid-April when, you know, teams start going back in the building for spring training and stuff, yeah. I'm free. So, like, from January to April, I don't – I literally don't do anything all day. Mm. So, there's nothing scheduled. Um, so, that's where, like, individual time management comes into play to where – All right, a set schedule. I'm gonna work out this time every day. I'm gonna set aside this time to, you know, stream or whatever. I'm gonna go take a vacation during this time. Like, if I wanted to go visit Italy, I could go visit Italy next week, right? But then you always have to plan ahead to where, okay, you know what? If I visit Italy, that means I'm gonna take a week off of workouts. Then I gotta do this. Then I gotta do that. So, uh, for me, I try to, I try to stick to my workout regimen. Right now, I'm working out three times a week, and then for the other two days, I'm not working out. It's like. Recovery, um, yeah. like I'll hop on the Peloton, I'll go hit the sauna, you know, yeah. do like some type of like work where, like not light working work, out, yeah. but I'm, light work, you know. I'm still yeah. staying active. I'll go to the range, I'll go play golf on those days. Blood circulating, um, all that kind of stuff to just stay moving. And then like yeah. during the season, we're busy from like six thirty in the morning to like six at night. So it's like full twelve hour days. It's not even the nine to five. It's longer than that. And then you know you have one day off a week it's tuesday but um <laughs> wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday monday is a is is work day so like for us right our our mon- like your guys is monday for your work week is our wednesday so our our work week starts on a wednesday okay and then like our saturday sunday ish is like monday, monday tuesday. tuesday yeah yeah and then we kind of back so it, it's a little weird but like, during the season, we, we really don't have time to do anything, like, really no time to have free time and all that, so, like, during the off season, that's why if you see NFL players, they're, like, always in Mexico, or yeah. always doing, you know, trips, or Living. whatever, or, or, like, when people see me playing games, I'm playing games all night, bro, yeah. it's, like, you know, I don't have nothing to do, and then when it's time to, like, you know, get in season, get back to the grind, like, I gotta put this off to the side, but yeah. I tried to be better about, you know, streaming, you know, producing content, being better during the season, because um, yeah. I feel like that's when you can get the most, like, interactions yeah, and, yeah. and you, can, you can get the most, you know, clicks and likes and shares, especially when you're playing and like, football, especially, so. like,
0: for you, you can actually, like, use your
1: platform during your for season, For sure, you know? For sure. That's yeah. when everybody's watching. Yeah. You know, nobody really cares in the offseason when yeah. football's not in season. Yeah. Everybody cares when you're playing on Sundays. So. Yeah. No, it's cool, bro. It's cool. You know, having a lot of free time in the offseason. Um, that's why I really try to take my streaming to the next level this you know, off season right now is because it's like I don't have that much time. Come fall time, come summer, so I'm trying to do it now. You yeah. know, I just hit affiliate. You know, something yeah. I'm really happy about. You Congrats. know, subs, appreciate it, appreciate it, and you know, just kind of sticking to the process of like, okay, I got to do this. I'm gonna do it. Cool. And yeah. Now the next thing is like building this, building that, building that. Yeah, it, that's what it's
0: like, bro. That's it should, what it's yeah, like. It's a grind, but you, you got the for mindset sure. for sure. So, you know how it is oh definitely bro i i'm honestly kind of like yeah i just i just usually i like when i first started i was trying like really hard but now i'm just gonna do my own thing and Mm. that's the best way to do it so i i recall you saying like maybe like 20 minutes before is when you start listening to like that music that pumps you up Mm. like what is that one song that will pump you up before any situation
1: Oh, bro, that's a good question. Oh, that's a really good question. So, I think one song. Let me pull up my phone right now. To get my <laughs> playlist.
2: Um.
1: So this year, before I take the field, about twenty minutes out, um, I got to put on Hotel Lobby uh, by Quavo and take off. Oh, uh, that was like. You know, this year is and then especially like, man, when when like you know, when the whole thing with you know, takeoff happened and all that, yeah, um, like, bro, it was like it hit different for me because you know, that was like my pregame song. Like, every time like we come back in the locker room after warm ups, it was like, Di-di-di-di-di. I was like, oh, it's time to go. So, like, that was like the go to. Like, right before we get out, right before Coach calls it up, hit out the locker room, hotel lobby's, like, blasting in my headphones, and I'm ready to go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's a banger, bro.
1: Banger, for sure. So,
0: did you ever have a lot of pressure on you, like, growing up, since you come from, like, such a huge football family? Like, was this kind of, like, your only, like, option? (laughs)
1: Bro, heck yeah. Like, <laughs> pressure, bro. It was, it was more than pressure, dog. It was like, like boom or bust. It was like, <laughs> you don't make it, you getting kicked out the house. <laughs> now nah, it, was, it wasn't that serious, but, like, there was for sure pressure, bro, because, uh, like, I had three older brothers all made it, all yeah. big names, all did their thing in football, and it was like, you know, when I was in middle school, when we was in middle school, actually, like, I was on my own, like all my brothers had left the college. So like, I was the only one in the house with my mom and dad. Yeah, And it was kind of weird. Cause it was like, bro, you remember in the middle school, it was like, I was like semi athletic, but like, I was still kind of chubby, <laughs> you know, I was still like finding my way. Like I wasn't like, I was strong, but I wasn't like built. Like yeah, I'm pretty was...
0: sure you still hold the bench press record at our intermediate school. <laughs>
1: it was bro. It was weird, bro. Cause it was like. I, I, I never knew what I wanted to do. Like, I knew I wanted to play football, but it was like, I don't know, bro. Like, am I dedicated to this? And, and like, do I really want to do this? So, bro, there was a crazy amount of pressure. And then I remember, like, my freshman year, like, I was the only freshman um to play varsity at Farrington. And, um, like, I never started, you know. Like, I was, like, a rotational guy. Like, I was like, oh, whatever. It's sophomore year. Same thing, I started, it was like, eh, all right. Then it was like, oh man, like people were like like, nah, he's not good. Like Mm. his he's a bust, like all the hype about him and his brothers and like he's not gonna be as good. He's like a loser, whatever. And then my junior year, I just remember my sophomore to my junior year, I gained like seventy pounds in the off season. (laughs) I went from like two twenty to like two eighty. And uh the first game of the year we played Castle and it was just it was a murder it was a murder scene. I remember they they televised it on OC16. <laughs> and um I remember coming out the locker room and I saw all the boys we went to King with. Yeah. you know they were like, oh, Braden. Like, you know, it was like, "Oh, we're gonna whoop you guys tonight." Whatever. And I was and I was like, "Oh, bro, I was like I gotta go crazy." Then we walking out, <laughs> I saw like the the girls we went to school. With, they were cheerleaders. I was like, "Oh, bro, I gotta put on a show tonight, yeah. bro!" And like it was crazy. I went crazy against Castle, and uh, like that was the start. And after that game, we played Commando. I, I went crazy, and like the rest of the year ended up you know actually kickstarting my year and freaking the rest is history from there you know it's funny it's funny how everything works out everything goes full circle
0: that's so big time
1: bro so like what other play or did you
0: play any other sports in high school
1: i played basketball my first two years and then i ran track well not ran i threw shot put in discus (laughs) (laughs) i didn't run track (laughs) uh but i did basketball and like Bro, my I remember I remember one day like practice my sophomore year. My dad picks me up, and he's like, "You just need to like figure out what you're doing because you're like you're bullshitting right now. Like this ain't helping you. You're not gonna play basketball in college. So what are you doing this for?" And that's really the day I was like, "Yeah, you know," and I gotta start taking this football shit seriously. Yeah. And so like you know, that's when I kind of shifted the focus, started gaining weight, gaining muscle. You know, finding the player I want to be, and then boom, you know, that's yeah. why I was like transitioned from. Basketball and shot put and discus to just strictly football.
0: Yeah. So if you we weren't in the NFL, what do you think Brandon Hope would be doing? It's
2: a good question, bro. Honestly,
1: okay, I got I got three things. I think one, I'd for sure be on TV <laughs> doing something, whether it's like a like a sports anchor in Hawaii or. You know, a, a color commentator on ESPN or something. I knew I'd be doing something on TV. I've always wanted to do that since I was a kid. Number two, I think I would like. I think I'd have a good like career, with like, um, I wouldn't want to say like a, a specifically like a chef, but like a, um, like a grill master. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Um, you know, someone who produces like cooking content, I feel like that's what I'd be good at. You know, that's what I'd be doing if I wasn't like a, you know, a guy that played football. There's this guy on YouTube. Oh, I forgot his name, but all he does is cook Wagyu steak.
2: Uh Um,
1: it's like Guga Guba, something like that. It starts with a G. Um, but like what he does and, and how much money he makes off his content, just cooking and stuff is insane. then three, I think I'd be like good at like fixing stuff. Um, I'm pretty handy, like with tools. Um, like growing up, my grandfather like always did yard work. He always did like construction, like just always fixing stuff. There was his car, something around the house in the garage. So like I grew up around him doing that kind of stuff, and then knowing how to like put stuff together, I'm good at that. So like those three things: TV, cooking, or like problem solving. Yeah, Yeah, easy, easy, bro.
0: I like that. So I know like um. NFL players they typically retire like younger than like most people do. Like, Mm. I'm not saying you're gonna retire soon, but like, have you put any thought into plans after retirement? Like, what do you want to do after football?
1: So like, I want to make as much money as I can so that I don't have to work after football. (laughs) Um, and so like the rest of my days I can just golf like all these quarterbacks that make a ton of money, but like. I think what I'd want to do eventually down the road one day is coach again, um, but not at the college NFL level. I'd want to coach high school football. Mm. Um, maybe come back to Hawaii for a year or two and coach Farrington. Uh-huh. Bring a state championship, you know, and I think that would be really cool. Um, it's something that kind of like my way of giving back. And then, you know, if it's not coaching, then for sure getting in the, you know, TV and, and, and sports and, yeah. um, you know, working on the sidelines. Cause I want to be involved with football after yeah. I'm done playing football, but I don't want to be hands on as far as like coaching, mm. you know, cause coaching in the NFL and coaching in college is just as physically draining as playing, you know, you're on yeah. your feet all day, bro. You're moving, you know, mentally, actually, too. the coaches mentally draining, bro. And the yeah. coaches are there longer than us, you know, they're yeah. there from six to like 10 at night, you know? And so, um, those two things I, I kind of want to do. Um, I want to actually, like, build this streaming stuff up because, like, one of my teammates, you know, Austin Eckler, he, like, mm. has built his, like, content, his off-season brand yeah. off of streaming. You know, he yeah. started off streaming. He started off playing Fortnite. Wasn't good at it, but, like, he was one of the first guys in the NFL to, like, kind of brand himself on Twitch. Yeah. um, And then take his content he built off of that and like kind of made his own AE30 his brand his YouTube yeah. Yeah. um now he just strictly does like Instagram like now he's getting paid for like ads promoted stuff yeah. like that and like that's what I kind of want to do I want to be able to build my brand to where like they know the name they know the logo and like that's what I can do that's what I can make money off yeah, yeah. I I know I still got to work one day and you know, have a job or something, but it'd be nice to have like that extra income on the side, you know, like how Twitch is, you know, you could build a profit monthly off of that, but why not go even further? You know, why not be able to be a a sponsored, you know, advertiser for somebody, a a big name brand or, you know, be able to bring in money like that. For real. I like that. That's honestly like kind of what I'm trying to do too with this whole Twitch thing. It's a lot of money out there to make, bro. I will say that. Like, I was looking at uh Nick Mark stacks other stats, excuse oh. me, and what he makes per stream. Unreal, crazy, crazy. It's, and it's
0: like I wouldn't even need to like get those numbers to be satisfied, <laughs> bro. Like,
1: hey, just think about it. Like, you get to do what you love to do, and then on top of that, make a great income doing it. Yeah. And I think, like, that's why. I love playing the NFL so much is not because yeah, I get paid a lot of money to do it, but I love playing football. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you could, you could take away the money and I'd still be playing football. You know what I'm saying? Cause I love like competing. I love getting better. I love like, yeah. you know, going against guys and figuring out like, how, how am I going to beat this guy throughout the game? Like it's the same way as like streaming content. Like, yeah, like it's cool. People get, I get paid to play games, but like, you love playing games. We grew up doing this. I grew up playing Modern Warfare 2. I yeah. grew up playing 1v1 and Rust. Like, bro, like, this is what I love to do growing up, you know? And so now with the opportunity to make money off of it and, and make a good amount of money to support your family and yourself, I think that's the ultimate dream. And it's not just football on stream. It could be anything.
0: Yeah, you know? literally anything. You can Anything stream cooking? Bro. I'm probably gonna start stream, or I know I'm definitely gonna stream when I harvest my lo'i. It's it's almost ready. That's fire. That yeah. sounds fire. I'm gonna that do a farming
1: fire. stream. That'd be ideal. So Let's you
0: go. you kind of touched on this like in the beginning of the interview, but like if you wanna open up more about like what is it like to be a Polynesian living in diaspora? Hmm.
2: It's different, you know. Um, you don't. It's it's weird
1: because like in Hawaii, you look left, you look right. You see people that look just like you. You see people that think like you, you see people that walk like you. Everybody I run into, they say, man, you walk so slow. Like, like, hey, why do you like take your time? Like, why don't you walk faster? You know, and it's funny because I'm like yo, this is crazy because, like, growing up, like, this was the normal. Like, I'm cruising. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I'm just, I'm not in a rush. And, like, my teammates, every time I'm in the locker room or every time, like, we're walking, it's like, like damn, why do you walk so slow? <laughs> like, I'm just cruising, you know? And, and like, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's not bad, but that's the thing that's, like, it really irks me the most is because, like, people don't realize that. It's so hard, you know, when you get done with practice or or you get done working out and you got to go get like a Chipotle or something instead of like, I want to go get a Zippy's plate. Yeah. You know? Or rice. I want to go get some rice. I want to go get some good Mac salad. <laughs> you We're know? like, like, bro, are getting fruit punch. Like oh. the fruit punch here is high C. It's different. Yeah. Bro. It's not fruit punch. That's you so know? true. Uh, and, and these are the things that's like, that's the biggest difference and the biggest tell laws of, of living here versus being back home. It's, it's the way the culture is. It's the way I've had to adjust. It's yeah. the way I eat, you know, freaking mashed potatoes every other night instead yeah. of rice. <laughs> you because know? even if you buy a jasmine bag of rice here from Costco, it's just not the same. Yeah. You know, it's not the cow roast sticky rice from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cow roast. You know? You know, and so <laughs> these are these are the things that like I've had to adjust to and it's been cool. Like I, I have learned new things. I have to adapt and you know, and I will say some of it has helped, you know, like driving, especially right in Hawaii. People you know, don't know she how goes to drive, 40, 40 miles per hour or <laughs> everybody's cruising. Like I said, in here, like you go on the highway, you go on the tollway. it's 80 miles, you know, and so you got to like, hey, you got to be on your horse. You got to know how to do this and this and this and things like I had to learn how to do has helped me now grow into the person I am. As to where I didn't think in this small bubble. Ah, it's cool. Like, I love the way the Hawaiian culture was. I love living in Hawaii. I love the way things were. But as you grow up, you have to learn to adapt. And it's helped me become, you know, the man I am today. And, like, living my life. You know, it's helped me navigate my family. It's helped me navigate my career. How I am off the field. And becoming a better man every day. Yeah. Straight up, I like that.
0: Okay, so I I'm I know you miss the food a lot, but like what is Bro, the one I... thing you miss most about home? Um Outside
1: of the food I miss I miss how chill it is. Um and I say chill in a way that like there's no gun violence. Um, you don't hear about gang violence. You don't hear about like road rage. You don't hear about all this extra stuff. Yeah, you know that that could be so much avoided. You know, like whenever I drive, you know, I always oh go ahead. You know, you want to pass me? Go ahead. Go yeah. on the road. Um, I miss that. I miss people being able to live aloha, and it's so hard for me to explain that to people here that have never encountered what living aloha means yeah you don't know how to live aloha unless you lived in hawaii like yeah you can be a nice person but there's a difference between being a nice person and living with aloha. yeah you know um like every day you know on the news i see about somebody being shot here or or, or gun violence or gang violence and all that kind of stuff and like yeah the food is good in hawaii everything is good but what you miss the most is how you were raised and how the culture is and how everybody around you was raised like if we had fights growing up bro in middle school like we handled it we dapped up hugged and we was friends the next day literally like like that's how it was like even if there was a fight like the dads would come make sure the boys dap it up and you guys would hug and we'd hug and it was over with like you never saw a kid bring a knife or you never saw a kid bring a gun and want to shoot like we handle these things as kids, bro. Like, we were raised a certain way. And that's what I miss the most about living and in, in being in Hawaii, bro, is, like, it was just so different. Like, people wouldn't understand it. Like, you tell somebody, like, oh, hug him after you guys fight. Like, what? I'm not going to hug him. I'm going <laughs> to shoot that guy. Like, it's crazy the thinking here, bro. And it's, it's, it's mind-blowing to see. But, like, outside of the food, outside of everything else in Hawaii, that's what I miss most is the culture and how we were raised and how we lived. Damn, I like that answer a lot. That like honestly just makes
0: me feel like so so blessed to like
2: grateful, yourself.
0: bro. Yeah. Grateful, bro. I don't
1: ever take it for exactly. granted, <laughs> bro. It's 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 amazing. Like you just you can go out to like a Tomorrow's or you can go out to a Safeway or Longs, and you'll see somebody you know, and you just chop it up for like an hour talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's that's how that's how the culture is, bro. Like that's yeah. why there's so much love in Hawaii, cause like you run into somebody you haven't seen in years and then bro you see them again it's like boom picked up right where you guys left off yeah
0: for real another thing i noticed too like i don't know if it's actually like this but like in tv and in movies and stuff like for some reason in mainland schools they like picking on like disabled people but like oh you try to do that shit in hawaii Hawaii. like i promise to
1: god you will get like crucified by the village. <laughs> it, it, it's it's amazing to see like how people just think and and they're okay with it and and how it's just become the such the norm. Yeah. And like it's just mind-blowing, bro. It's mind-blowing. Like I I have no th- like it's it's crazy, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I see it and I'm like I'm glad I was raised the way I was raised. You know, I'm yes. glad my parents whooped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: bro, that's what it is. People like they don't get lickings nowadays bro and like that's why that's why society is how it is
1: it's 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 mind-blowing dog
0: ah so like i know you've been transitioning into twitch and getting into the streaming space how has your twitch journey been so far
1: and what's your favorite games you've been playing good question so the I think the favorite thing about my Twitch journey is still trying to adjust on like being able to use technology in my favor. So like yeah. <laughs> you know, like every time I watch your stream, you know, you have the different sources, you have the different um gifts and all the, the images, you have icons you use, <laughs> you know, you have emotes and like all this stuff, like there's so much things you can do with your Twitch, like I'm still learning that like and i think that's cool bro and like you know one of my um um uh uh guys that subs to my channels he's kind of helped me build my twitch uh c underscore shocker um is uh or christian is his name um he's helped me like kind of build it like oh this is like kind of some overlays. you should use some sources like i i never knew this stuff yeah you know like when i started streaming last year it was kind of low-key it was just a webcam hooked up to my xbox I would have like my computer on the side that pulled up like my stream manager dashboard. Like that's how I played, you know, now I have like the PC I have, you know, it's custom built. I have my monitors, you know, I have everything, you know, like, um, the capture cards, all that kind of stuff. And so like, I'm starting to learn about it, you know, I have like a legit microphone now and like, you know, webcam lighting, I've invested in all this stuff. And like, it's become so cool to me that like, I can take this thing to another level. And that's been my favorite part about it. Is like there's so much roads that you can go into that it never ends. Yeah. You know, you can always make it better, you yeah. know. Um and you can grow doing it. And so that's been my that's been my favorite thing about being on Twitch and then, you know, um playing games, uh Call of Duty, Fortnite, um, the new Hogwarts has been a really fun game. I'm a a big single player guy. That you know, I love playing big map single player games. You know, GTA was one of them. (laughs) I wish they had an online. I know they're gonna they're gonna do some mods for the for the Hogwarts. I'm hearing about you know some modded lobbies, whatever. Looking forward to if they do that. But I gotta I gotta expand my game because like going from Xbox to PC, like I still use my 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 control for PC, like Call of Duty and stuff. Just because I'm kind of figuring out you know mouse and keyboard. I can do it a little bit. Like if I play like. You know, campaign or something, but like <laughs> in an online competing environment, like on Warzone or something, I gotta pull out my yeah. you know, control because it, it's a it's a process. But still trying to figure out what games like I want to play like on PC that yeah. I played on Xbox. Because you know, there's a lot like FIFA, Rocket League, bro, um, I did uh, the division on the Xbox, so like, there's a lot of games that I really liked. You know, Knockout City, all that kind of stuff. That I was like, oh, this is a really cool game for me. Like, I got to learn it. um, And so, you know, those are some games that I love playing every day. And I think, for me, it's those games are the most popular, so they're easy to relate to people that come on my stream, that follow me, that sub to me. That's like, hey, build this class on Call of Duty. Or, hey, check out this in Fortnite. Or, hey, did you try this with your Hogwarts character whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just easy to relate to the people that, you know, follow and watch my content.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, so... Like when you first got into the NFL, was there any kind of like hazing done to you on your on your rookie season,
1: bro? What <laughs> they don't call it hazing no more, you get trolled, sure. But nah, for sure there was initiation. They like to call <laughs> yeah. it, uh, bro. Rookie dinner, rookie meals, um, snacks. Like taking the older guys' cars go wash every Friday. <laughs> Driving, being a DD for the guys on the weekend, so you don't have a weekend, so you have to be the DD. Uh-huh. Um, I remember, I remember my rookie year. It was, uh, it was a bye week, so we had the week off, and it was like a Saturday night. And in Orange, in Orange County, in California, it's a really nice place. Like mm. good food, good bars, five star restaurants, top yeah. of the line. Like you know, you can go to like a Nobu. I don't know if you ever heard of Nobu, but yep, it's like yep. one of the top top restaurants. And it's a really good night scene, so I'm chilling one night, and I'm at my, at my apartment in California, in Newport Beach, and playing games, whatever, watching TV, Netflix, I get a call from one of my teammates, I won't name him, but I get a call, <laughs> and he's like, hey, um, I ordered you an Uber, uh, you gotta come out and drive us the rest of the night, um, or if you don't, you're gonna have to order food for us every day for the next month. Like, for the whole for the whole D-Line room. <laughs> and when you order, when they put food orders, you can't limit what they want to order. So if they want to order Ruth Chris for, like, lunch that day, <laughs> you got to go get Ruth Chris. <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. So get get out the Uber. The Uber Black is there. Takes me down to Nobu. And, uh, like, the guys are having a blast. They got sushi. You know, they got Wagyu over there, like, on the table. You know, wasabi. You name it. They got it, like, Top top of the line stuff, you know, <laughs> salmon, cod, all that steak. And mind you, these guys are ordering wine bottles up the ass, like expensive. Uh. They're ordering don Perignon, you know, they got Don Julio, everything. <laughs> so they get done. I'm DD. I'm just just chilling there. I got to eat, which is cool. So the car, he's like the 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 valet guy goes, "Hey, your ticket." My teammate gives him the ticket, and the car pulls around, and uh, it's a Rolls Royce Phantom. And so he's like, drive. And I'm like, OK, where well, are we headed to your house? Because I knew his house was five minutes away. He's like, no, we're going up to L.A. So I need you to drive us there up to L.A. And Then they were going to go to a, a club out in L.A. And so I had to wait and then drive them back. So, number one, I'm already pissed off because <laughs> I was at home chilling on a Saturday <laughs> night and enjoying my week off. So I got to drive these guys up to L.A. Number two, I'm scared as shit because I'm driving a Rolls-Royce Phantom. If I even get a scratch on this thing, bro, I'm cooked. Yeah. Like, I'm cooked. So three of them, it's it's four of us. I'm driving three of them. Bro, they're all chilling, you know, having a blast. We're driving up. And the whole time, like, we're going up to L.A., I'm just like this. Two hands on the wheel <laughs> in the Phantom. My boys at Patrick's just see, he's like, man, relax, dog. Like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Y'all, <laughs> y'all boys have fun. I'm driving. <laughs> and uh like that was one thing. Every Friday I had to take a lot of the older guys, I would take their cars to go get it detailed and stuff. Um I would have to order food on uh on Thursday nights, you know, for the guys. If they wanted Ruth Chris, I'd have to get it. They wanted Popeyes before the plane every week, I had to get it. You know, if they wanted <laughs> to go get hibachi catered to the facility, I had to order it.
0: Oh um, bruh. Things
1: of that nature. But it, it, it they did take care of me. You know, yeah. like for Christmas, I I mean I got a Louis V. Duffel. Oh. Um I got like uh like a, a eight hundred dollar um flight voucher on American, you Almost. know, like I I got taken care of, so it was cool, you know, it worked out. Yeah. And then like now that I'm older, whenever we get the rookie guys, <laughs> like I see it now. So like this past year I had one of our rookies every week. I was like, hey, make sure this fridge is filled with Pellegrino water. <laughs> and he was like He's like, man, I spend 400 bucks a week on just water for the fridge. I'm like, hey, you can do that or you can order us food every day. Pick (laughs) pick which one you want. So he was like, his first week, he was like, man, F that. I'm not going to spend 400 bucks. I'm going to just go whatever y'all want to eat every day. So he was like, oh, okay, cool. So for the next two, three weeks, he orders food every day. So like we come to meetings and I tell the guys like, what you want to eat today? The first few days was cool. They were like, hey, get us some canes, you know, some fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, The next day I was like, oh, get us some pizza or whatever and then like like, got to the weekend Uh yeah it got to the weekend Um, it was friday night and we were like hey so-and-so where you at he's like oh my girl's in town and we're going to dinner he's like okay where we eating at (laughs) and he's like no no no, i i got y'all he's like no you didn't buy us food today so we're eating at so he was like oh i'm at the ruth chris out on oceanside oh we all pulled up six of us i was like all right cool so after that, I think the meal, the dinner was like 1700 for all of us. Oh. And like that was the last, that was the last time we made him like, and he was like, okay, I'll buy, I'll make sure I'll buy the Pellegrino water. Oh. So this, man, so he ended up, he ended up getting out easier than how I did. But you know, it was cool. Like, you know, this, he learned and, you know, one day he'll be in our shoes. And, and but this is just the process of, you know, being a young guy in the NFL, you know, it's not like hazing, but it's like, hey, you got to earn your way. And earning your way is, you know, being able to listen to the older guys off the field and hey, whatever they need, you know, you gotta do it. You yeah. Know? That's uh, just how it is. I like that. I like
0: that you got your your get back. <laughs> you
1: got to. Got to. That's how it is. One day he's gonna do the same thing and he's gonna call me up laughing about it. You should have been <laughs> like, um, oh no,
0: bro, you gotta fill this fridge with um only water from Hawaii. That's the only water I drink. <laughs> grab some grab some Waikia water or something. <laughs> That'll be classic. Okay, so here is one question that um one of our viewers submitted. What was your first biggest splurge purchase? Ooh, like when you made it, it was like,
1: oh yeah, I'm gonna go buy this. Yeah, so I really, I really loved Balenciaga growing up, right? Like, (laughs) I was you know growing up in Hawaii, never had designer stuff, so. I got to the NFL and I got my first game check and like my rookie year, I, I wasn't drafted. So like, I didn't sign for a lot of money coming out of college. I signed for like minimum as an undrafted free agent. So as a draft pick, these guys got a lot of money up front. And for me, I didn't get nothing. So my first game I played my rookie year, um, they used to, the way they paid us, my rookie year was we get biweekly checks. So they'd pay us every two weeks. Mm. So, It'd be two game checks into one. Yeah. So I remember waking up my rookie year, it was, we'd get paid every Friday. So it was 6 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Central time, and then 3 p.m. Pacific time is when the deposits would go in every Friday. Oh, okay. So I remember waking up two weeks after the, the two game checks I had my rookie year. Friday morning in California at like, 3.34 3:34 p.m. I made sure to set alarm because I wanted to see the direct deposit. So I wake <laughs> up and there's there's like sixty five thousand dollars from the, the last two weeks in my account, just a direct deposit for sixty five k. And so I'm like, to me, I'm like, yo, this is like the first kind of like big chunk of money, like, like holy shit, like bro, like I just got sixty five k for two weeks of of work. Yeah, and it's my rookie year. And so. I call up my boy. I'm like, cause my boy's a rookie. He was drafted. So he's been playing the whole year. Uh-huh. I never played until week 13, 14. So I was getting minimum checks. Like, like it's still really good checks. Like to be on practice squad, like, you know, you still get good money, but like when you start playing and you start signing, you, you get signed up to a different contract. That's a different type of money. Oh, okay. I called my boy Gabe and I'm like, bro, you've been getting these checks every two oh. weeks. He's like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. Right. And I'm like, bro, this is amazing. And so I was like, "Hey, you trying to hit the mall?" <laughs> so in Cal, in California, in, in Orange County, in Costa Mesa, uh, there's a mall called South Coast Plaza, and it's it's a high end, it's a designer only mall. Like okay. one side of the mall is like they have like your your Champs, Foot Locker, you know, Bath and Body Works, your normal shop, yeah, Victoria's Secrets, yeah. and then the other half of the mall is your Louis V, your Balenciaga, uh, I mean, Michael Kors, whatever yeah. you name it, Dior. So we get to the mall and go to Balenciaga. He's like, you like Balenciaga? I was like, hell yeah. He's like, go get something. I was like, nah, bro. And he was like, open up your phone. I opened up my phone. He's like, pull up your Wells Fargo. I looked at Wells Fargo. He's like, you think that's going to hurt your account? I was like, nah, it ain't. So he's like, all right, go get something. So I go in there. I really love Balenciaga. The runners with no laces, the socks, the, yeah. the, the sock runners. Yeah. <laughs> so I go in there. I'm like, can I get these right here? They're like 1,200 bucks. And so, like, boom, trial monitor. I was like, okay, cool, I'll take them. Go on. Guy's like, total, sir, 1300 Put in my card. Boom. Approved. Receipt. Cool. No, like, you know, no approval, nothing. <laughs> no call from the bank. Nothing like that. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is crazy, bro. Yeah, like, Especially coming from Hawaii, bro. Like, Coming from Hawaii, bro. It's like, I just put in my card. That's it? Like, it's not even a credit card. This is like a debit card. Like, I just yeah. put in my debit card. And he's like, oh, here you go, sir. Here's your receipt. So I ended up buying that. I got like a whole outfit. I went to Louis V. I got me a Louis V backpack. I got some Gucci shades, and I ended up spending like seven, eight thousand dollars at the mall that day. Like it was a span of, like two, three days, but like I went crazy. Yeah, I was like okay. I was like okay, 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 okay. Let me like let me I got chill. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let
1: me chill. But I didn't. I didn't buy like a car. I didn't you know get a house like the house. I mean now, nah, I didn't get until my second year in the NFL. But like when I first got like my big money in the NFL, like that's what I was like, okay, I bought some, you know, some nice clothes, some nice shoes, bag, whatever, whatever, yeah. and it was cool, and then I waited till like, my second year when I started playing more, than this past year when I played, you know, the whole season, you know, to, like, okay, you know, let me put a down payment on my house. Yeah. You know, let me go, I just got a new, you know, new car, you know, I waited until, you know, I started having enough money to be like, all right, you know, yeah. I can do this now, and, you know, now I'm a lot more smarter with money with my financial advisor and stuff like that, but, yeah, that was my first big purchase, man. A couple of shoes, a couple of designer clothes, a bag, and some shades, bro.
0: Oh, that my stuff felt so good. Especially, like, coming from the practice squad and then, like, getting that first big check and you're like, oh, and this yeah. is what you guys get? Fuck all you guys making me buy all the shit.
1: <laughs> bro, because it, it's, like, it's crazy because it, in the NFL, like, if you're a practice squad guy, you, like, my, my rookie year, practice squad a week, you would get, it was $9,000 a week. So you're getting nine thousand, but that was before that was before taxes. Okay. So then you have to you have to you have to hey, plan to where you are, and especially in California, the taxes suck. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Um. Yeah. So so for me, it was like nine thousand a week after taxes. I'd see like four thousand dollars. You know, you you get taxed more than half your check in California. Yes, bro, it's crazy. Um, but but for me, it was like, oh, this is good money. Like. I'm getting $4,000 a week, like, but then you have to realize that we as football players only get paid 17 weeks throughout the year. So like right now, bro, in the off season, I'm not getting paid. So I got to make my money that I made. Yeah. Which is a lot in that short amount of time in the season, like stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll, it's a lot of money, but you also have to remember like, bro, I don't, I don't get this kind of money, like from January to, you know. August.
0: Yeah. You know, I only okay. get that money
1: from September to January or September to December. So, yeah, gotta be smart it all balances right out. Gotta be smart. Gotta be smart.
0: Oh, that's not so that California taxes. Actually...
1: Bro, I, I get taxed more than 50% of my check in California.
2: It's insane. Insane, bro. <laughs> like...
1: Bro, it's insane, bro. I was like, this is what, like, What people are getting taxed in California is, like, criminal.
0: Uh, Criminal. I wouldn't even want to be a celebrity in California.
1: Criminal, bro. And, like, it's funny now, like, that I'm older and I'm like, okay, you know, taxes, whatever, whatever. But, like, when I think about, like, the big money guys on our team, like, the guys who make, like, say, for example, I mean, Joey Bosa makes $26 million a year, right? So... I mean, the thing about NFL guys is you can go look up our contracts; they're all public. Yeah, you know we're union workers, all yeah. online. So like, twenty six mil divided by what? Seventeen is. I mean, the guy makes like close to two million dollars a week. You know, so you you got to see the tax. Those guys pay about
0: millions. In-
1: bro, yeah, like twelve, ten million dollars in taxes, bro. Like it's it's insane. Like yeah, the, the more money you make,
0: the more people pay. don't
1: realize the more they take, bro. And like. People like you make all this money. I'm like, bro, like I just did taxes, and to see what I paid in taxes is—it's crazy. Hey, it'll but...
0: be more than you made.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: it's—it's it's crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, that is... Especially like uh, how all like their funds that get tax
1: cut. Mhm, mhm. It—it—it's it, ways—it's ways. You know they work around loopholes, but
0: yeah, all that loophole stuff.
1: That's how it is, dog.
0: So how many years have you been um, playing in the NFL?
1: I just got done in my third year, so I'm going into my fourth year right now.
0: Oh, well, A big dog.
1: Mm, so it's 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 cool. been cool, bro. It's been cool. It's been yeah. nice.
0: So like, what were some of the biggest lessons learned throughout your?
2: Be patient. Um,
1: don't rush the process. If your time comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, don't force it, you know, because everybody's timing is different. Um, like for me, I can't look at the guys who make $25, $26 million a year on my team and be like, I want that. I'm not in that level yet. I'm not in that realm. I can't compare my situation to them. And That's been the biggest thing for me is understanding like I'm not going to be them. They're not going to be me. And we're all not running the same race. You know, we're all going to end up at different destinations in our lifetime. And so I had to take a step back as a younger athlete and, and be able to say, you know what, I got to be patient. I got to humble myself and I got to let things work out how they're going to work out instead of trying to force them. Yeah. You know, once you start trying to control what you can't control, that's when things go bad for you. Yeah. Like my first my first year in the league, I was like, I should have been playing more. I, I I was better than this guy or I should have been doing this. But at the end of the day, those guys, like I said, their past and their race is so much more different than yours. Like, and that's why a lot of young guys, like, they tend to slip up. It's because they try to compare their circumstances and their situation with other guys in their position, yeah. and they think it's the same, but everybody's different. And yeah. so that's helped me you know, be able to just be a guy that was overlooked and, and undrafted, be able to last so long is because I just do what I have to do and let everything else control itself, you know? Let it happen. How it's gonna be? You know, destiny's not gonna change for you or for anybody else. Whatever set in stone's gonna
2: happen. So, we we have a have a a guest from the chat.
0: Any gold diggers or thoughts along this journey?
1: Yeah, for I mean, for sure, bro. That's why that's why I'm getting married now. Is because I didn't wanna I didn't wanna have to be the guy that is like struggling to find love because of they knew I made money. You know, they knew I had nice stuff. And like, for me, I didn't want to be the guy that it's fun, right? You live a single life bachelor, but bro, that shit dies out. Like you're going to be one, two years old. And, and you're going to be like, I'm tired of living this life. I'm tired of chasing the nightlife. I'm tired of doing this and this. And like, Like, as a younger guy in the NFL, bro, there was a lot of them. Like, I I lived in L.A. for half the year. I know, like, there's gold diggers all over the place, bro. Like, you drive a nice car, they don't even ask if you're an athlete. They just know you have money, and it's crazy. And so, you know, to me, that's why I wanted to settle down earlier and younger than I I wanted to is because I knew, like, these situations, if I got into them, would put me in some trouble that I didn't want to be in. And so you know, I just became a homebody. I started doing what I wanted to do and, you know, just being a guy that just chills, bro. Like Saturday nights now, I stay home, play games. I'm not at the bar. I'm not, you know, living reckless or doing nothing. I'm at home with the family, like watching a movie, ordering pizza, playing Call of Duty, bro. Like that's my life now. Like I love it. I love, that's what I want to do. You know, I know that I'm not going to be a guy that is gonna show up on ESPN for reckless driving, you know, for a DUI, for, you know, hitting somebody at the bar for doing something that I shouldn't be doing, you know, and so that's helped me along the way of like, hey, this is the crowd you gotta stay away from, you know, and you know, being level headed, being humble, you know, being, you know, at the at, at the right place at the right time has helped me just kinda become the man I am. Staying away
2: from that toxic stuff, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or what you found yourself,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, at what point in your journey did you realize like I could go uh
1: you know i I always knew I had the ability to do it, but it I didn't start realizing it till like in college when like we'd be at practice and um. You know, NFL scouts always came to watch our practices. And then, you know, the Buccaneers, Jaguars, you know, you name it, they're out of practice. I remember, like, after practice at LSU, like, a couple scouts would stop me and be like, hey, Fahoko, keep working hard. Or, like, I remember one scout from the Bucks, he was like, hey, Felco, I like the way you play, but you got to pick it up in practice. You look a little lazy. I was like, oh, wow, like, that's an NFL scout telling me to pick my game up. Like, yo, I, I actually, like... I can make something out of myself. Like, this is real now. Like, you know, the higher ups are watching. I always knew they were watching, but it's like to get that reassurance that, Hey, Falco, like, I like your game, but pick it up or like, Hey, Falco, keep doing what you're doing. Like to me, it was like, Oh snap. Like, you know, let me, you know, let me figure this out. And you know, the NFL's right around the corner. Let me lock in on my goals. And, However I get there, I'm going to get there. But along the way, I got to do what I got to do and take care of before I can get to that spot. So that's kind of when I figured it out was when, like, you know, I got that reassurance of scouts that are watching me every day at practice and they were understanding, like, hey, you know, this is what you got to do. Do it and, you know, let everything else work out.
0: Oh, that's killer. Like, scouts are, like, literally, like...
1: Bro, they're right there. They're right... Bro, they They watch everything, bro. They're on your social media. They're watching your practice. They... Before you even talk to them, they've already talked to like 10, 20 people in the building about you. They know what type of guy you are. They know what type of player you are. They know what you do off the field. It was crazy. So, like when I was at LSU, I loved going to the casino. I loved gambling, <laughs> right? So I love, bro. Boy. I love playing. I love playing craps and blackjack, right? So, so I I go to the, I, I would go to the casinos, whatever, during the summer, even during the season, we'd always go, and um. I remember this one Scott, I think it's from the Saints or whatever, because the Saints, they're, in Louis, they're an hour from us. So um, I'm walking to the facility one day for meetings, and uh, I see him. He's like, Braden Fajoko. I'm like, oh, what's up? He's like, you know, so-and-so, New Orleans Saints, I'm the area scout. Um, And uh, um, I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, man. You know, big fan or whatever. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, big fan of you as well. Been watching you for a while now. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever, small talk. And then he goes, How was the blackjack table last night?
2: <laughs>
1: Bro, and I'm like, sit there, I'm like, and he's like, Oh, you know, I was like, Oh man, you know, I was like, Oh, it was rough a little bit. He's like, <laughs> you know, don't uh he's like, don't blow all your money in the in the casino, man, and and uh, you know, be smart with your money, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, Hey, yo, like, then I found out, like, you know. You know, they talk to our coaches. They talk to people around the building, and you know, like they know, bro. Like they know, like if you're a guy that parties a lot, like they knew me. Like I love to go to the casino. They're like, they know I was a guy that went to the casino a lot. You know, like they know that stuff. And so I was like, damn, like okay, like let me mature a little bit. I can't be just going to freaking play five ten dollar blackjack hands at <laughs> at one of the casinos down the road. You know, I gotta I gotta grow up a little bit. But yeah, bro, they know everything. They know everything.
0: That's honest.
2: It's an
1: investment, bro. Like, yeah. if they're going to spend this amount of money on you, you know, as a player, yeah. they got to know what type of guy they're getting.
0: Yeah, that's Well, cool. Oh, that's cool, dude.
2: So, yeah, I don't want to um waste
0: all your time asking questions. So I'm going to wrap up with this last question, and then we can jump into Let me know. Okay, so what is the best piece of advice or motivation to give anybody in that watch?
2: Mm. Um.
1: From a life standpoint. Um. Whatever you put out into the world, just remember it always comes back. Um, and I'm not saying go out and and go give money to a homeless person every time you see it. No, but. I think the energy of your, and I'm a firm believer in energy and like, it's just how we're all related, but what your soul, what your heart, like the true desires of what you are as a person and what you do as a person really comes back to you in the essence of, if you put good out into the world, good's going to come back to you. If you put bad out into the world, bad is going to come back to you. Um, It doesn't mean if you run a red light that in a week from now, something bad doesn't happen. No. But if your intentions are always good, if you're a good person, if you give homeless people money from the goodness of your heart, instead of thinking I'm going to get something back, that's where, you know, the energy and how we're all related comes full circle. And I think that relates to everything. You know, you always have to be wholehearted, whether it's football, whether it's sports gaming. Like when I game on here, bro, I do it because I want to be fun. I want to be able to engage with the fans. That's why, I, like, before I started having a subscription box, or before I did this, I just wanted to put my content out there. Just let people come in and out, you know, chat with me, be myself, do this. Because I, I did it because I wanted people to know me on a normal basis. I didn't want people to come in and see my content and be like, oh, I need to start getting paid for this. Like, I, I did it because of the good of I want people to know about Braden Farroko. I don't want people to do this because Braden Farroko needs money. No, I want people to be able to love watching Braden Felko play games or relate to Braden Felko in his chat. Like when people see me playing games, I'm half the time I'm joking. Yeah. I'm, bro, I'm like being a kid, I'm being a child, I'm joking with the chat, talking about food, talking about sports. Like that's what I want people to see. And that's why I say like do it for the goodness of your heart. You know, if you're going to do something, do it with whole heart, do it with good intentions, do it with full aspirations that I really want to do this and it's going to be – good for not just myself but for whoever's receiving the other end of it. You yeah. know, so that's my that's my biggest advice is if you're gonna do something or if you're gonna put something into the world, put your whole heart and soul into it and you know let everything else come back and and you know let the energy of the world handle everything else. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well Braden Mahalo for your Manao
0: and your Ike um always bro. Let's catch let's catch some dubs, bro.
1: Always bro let me load this let me load this thing up right here yeah
0: i'm gonna um just turn off my cam in the discord and then hop back on facts. my stream facts but bro that was some that was some good ass
2: yeah that was a good combo, bro Nah, easily bro